0: recording Ooh. levels looking good on your side
1: one are my levels not looking good
0: they're not what if they aren't or are they they
1: i mean they always they always look questionable but it's fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh okay well that's promising uh. everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of Have a Nice Life. I'm the Honk Pill Nihilist.
1: (laughs) And I've been grill-pilled, apparently. I don't fully (laughs) even know what it means, but I don't think Yeah, I wonder if anyone actually
0: gets our reference. Imagine being so blessed to not have to understand these references.
1: Dan, let me tell you, I hid the Twitter app from myself, and I'm already feeling better.
0: (laughs) I should really do that, but you are way more on online I guess would be the term at least to a to a a fault I think you keep getting yourself in the trouble I
1: did I, I got I got micro canceled yesterday
0: <laughs> we don't need to go into the specifics no. of that. <laughs> but I I I um, I was on Twitter the other day, uh, well, just the other day, and uh, no, I noticed that you changed your display name and your <laughs> profile photo on Twitter, and I'm like, ah, oh, she did something. She's on the, she's on the lamb.
1: <laughs> but also, I had a very, like, a very timely display name, and it was time that I changed it because it was outdated. Because news travels at the speed of light these days. It was a, oh, it was a Galen Maxwell palatial cottage core estate reference. <laughs> So uh, yes. it, it was it was due for a change.
0: Uh, Cottage Core's got a resurgent going on. It's uh it's coming back.
1: Yeah. It's coming back in a big way. I feel
0: like I feel like we need to do a um a bev a bev check right now cuz I'm I'm rolling pretty deep at the moment. I don't know about you.
1: I have a room temperature seltzer, but it's my favorite like my current favorite kind of seltzer, which is the Waterloo Summer Berry. It's
0: very Ooh, good. That is a good. And one. then
1: I just have some ice water. How, wow. about, how about you? What's a bev check?
0: <laughs> I got a um, a room t- a now room temperature cup of coffee, um, which is good. And you're I with got Crowder a mug. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you you mistook my vintage NPR mug for a Stephen Crowder mug, which is your most inflammatory uh, statement yet. Yeah, um, I mean, I thought it was bad ironic. Stance. Oh yeah. But, you know, irony is dead it's it's non-existent True. uh the zoomers don't understand irony and that's why people are getting uh getting like re-canceled again online <laughs> um i got a tropical red bull which is good and i was wondering a, what that yellow uh, thing was yeah tropical red bull and then i got a, a austin east ciders watermelon cider oh i was drinking and those while i was after. in brooklyn Oh, and I got, a, I got a regular room temperature water, too. Um, oh, is that the one that, like, made you laugh like a hangover?
1: I think it was just too much sugar, because I had two slices of pizza and two of those, and it was just so much. It was so many carbs. Pizza, I'm not used notoriously to that. sugary. I mean, the <laughs> carbs. Carbs are sugar.
0: True, true. Yeah, um, yeah so I guess uh, getting into that, how was your week? You... Um... You're back in Brooklyn for Ooh. the last time for a while, right?
1: I am officially not bi It's super oh, weird. Shit. Only for the next month, <laughs> and then starting in September, I'm gonna be like actually bi-coastal. Almost um, the coast of the <laughs> not quite the, co- the coast of the Rockies and the East Coast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Great Rocky uh, Coast.
1: I'll be two. <laughs> I feel like being two time zones
0: over counts for something. Um something but maybe not by coastal <laughs> um, maybe by by terrain by um
1: by regional
0: yeah by regional <laughs> by time zonal yeah <laughs> by curious by, who knows by
1: curious yeah <laughs> um yeah so oh my god i don't i guess we're just gonna dive right into it i i was having a, as well i was having a day on i guess it was friday when i was texting you so friday actually no Let's, let's back this up a little bit. Let, let me tell you about the subletter from hell.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought it was, like, relatively smooth, right? Or it started that way.
1: I blocked her number until it's time for her to pay me rent. <laughs>
0: what the what, it, go on. I feel like you haven't actually like explained any of this to me, so this is all new for me as well.
1: Yes, yeah, so uh she is getting my apartment furnished for $400 less a month than I pay for it. So Really? She is in no position to complain about anything. She's in no position to yeah. be difficult. It's fucking New York City. It's difficult. Deal with it or move to Weehawken. I don't know. Like
0: Weehawken's like probably more expensive. Yeah, okay. I just
1: mean like, you know, but Weehawken's not known for like eating you alive. But um, so... Yeah. Some would
0: say that's a benefit of Weehawken. So
1: last weekend when I did the bulk of my moving, she was mm-hmm. like, is it okay if I just drop off like a suitcase? And I was like, sure. Uh, yeah. She shows up like two hours after she was supposed to show up. Um, There are... Three large like Tupperware containers and two large suitcases, one regular container. Rubbermaid containers? Yeah, yeah.
0: Should I say Tupperware? She brought she brought her leftovers over. Oh
1: wait, wait, wait. That that becomes a thing too. But for now oh, she said one suitcase <laughs> and she brought over like honestly probably more stuff than I had in the apartment to begin with. So um oh my God. she and there's also like seven people who show up with her
0: cool yeah she brought the entourage yeah
1: i was like this is like it's a big <laughs> studio but it's still a studio and also it's not like, a big studio it's, FYI. it's a big studio <laughs> it- if you've seen a new york studio apartment it's like two full-sized rooms and a kitchen and a bathroom with a tub it was pretty Debatable. big as far as stu- i looked at a lot of studios and it was the biggest out of all of them that i looked at um okay but so she was like thanks and i was just like gonna do leaving all this shit here i like stuck my toe on her box when her boyfriend was putting the one box down it started like vibrating and i was like i knew what it was but i was like oh what's that sound and he was mortified it was was an
0: electric shaver (laughs) (laughs) i mean your apartment has not uh not been uh it's a hotbed for vibrator scandal
1: yeah as
0: as heard on this podcast your many uh (laughs) your many (laughs) (laughs) masturbation exploits
1: yeah um but yeah so whatever it's annoying that she's bringing all this shit but also like when i moved to new york i i had no help at all except for you helping me bring my sofa in and then watching me put it together (laughs) you know uh so i was like you know what if this is my good deed for the day i'll just i'll just suck it up it's better than paying two thousand dollars a month for an apartment i'm not living in whatever yeah so then i go back to move the rest of it and like make sure all the utilities are taken care of and like uh give her the keys on thursday night and i wasn't so so she was like can i bring more stuff on thursday and i was like fine so she brought in like so
0: this is this is now this last couple days ago yeah right
1: so she brought okay. in probably like six more boxes another backpack i was like where is she gonna put all this shit like she doesn't know where was she like...
0: moving from was that um was she from the city already or
1: i think she's from connecticut she lived in like midtown with a roommate but i think that it was probably like a it was a part-time the parents are definitely paying for it kind of thing gotcha so um yeah so she brings in her stuff. It's so much fucking shit. And it's like it's seriously at this point like twice as much stuff as I've ever had in the apartment. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. And then here comes the most egregious thing. I went out to dinner with my friend. I like didn't think about it. I had leftovers. I come home. I open the fridge to put the leftovers in there. There is zero room in my fridge because this bitch <laughs> filled it with her groceries
0: oh my god i was like <laughs> i mean i can respect the preparedness i mean that's you who, know, she was ready has, to fucking move in who
1: has the balls to just be like i know i don't live here yet i haven't even paid you my rent or security deposit but i'm just gonna put all of my shit in your fridge
0: oh my god what if you just like change the locks <laughs>
1: well it Just was like, like it was it was like 6 p.m on uh it was like 6 p.m on friday and she still hadn't paid me and i was like i guess all of her shit's mine
0: yeah <laughs> like, oh my God. i'm not giving her the so case. but so what, anyway what actually made you like block her
1: um okay so there? there's two more things so okay. she was supposed <laughs> wow. to come at like eight on saturday which is like Whatever, because I had to go back to Philly. She ended up not getting there until, like, after 10.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: she rolls up in a pickup truck. Mind you, my apartment is, like, I'm offering it to her furnished. And I'm just figuring out what I'm going to do with the furniture after. Yeah. So, she rolls up in a pickup truck with, like, a bunch of furniture and, like, more stuff than is going to fit in the apartment. And I was, I say, like...
0: Your apartment- Though you say it's big, <laughs> it's not it's very small. big. It's small. I mean, it's it, 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 a New York it fit, apartment. It fit a v- vaguely small bed. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of like, the main furniture you had. You had your desk in the corner, which was a small desk. Yep. It was you like a desk. You had your bed, which is what, a full-size bed, right? It was a
1: full-size bed.
0: You had your, like, credenza TV stand thing. Yep, which I used as a You had your peacock dresser. chair.
1: I had my peacock chair. Yeah, I had my that sofa. was your dresser.
0: You had the peacock chair. You had the little tiny table that we podcasted at with two chairs. Yep. And then you had your really uncomfortable sofa. Yes. And that, and your apartment was full.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you, she you comes, could not
0: fit another piece of furniture without yeah. blocking a walkway of some sort.
1: Yeah. So she, she, uh. What did you
0: leave there? Should I? I everything. We should you what All of the furniture,
1: except for the peacock chair and the TV. Oh, well, the TV is another, that's another thing. The TV. I gave oh the God. TV. I, I gave the TV to a woman who was going through the garbage outside. Cause I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna buy a new TV anyway. But I was like carrying it out, and I like made eye contact with her, and I was like, "Do you want a TV?" And she she like started crying, and I was like, "Have my TV." I wanted to so give you her.
0: Did, you did. Multiple good deeds while you you went back into yeah, m- New York,
1: many good deeds <laughs> for my like several not good deeds. but the uh. kicker was this bitch showed up in like it was uh, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but it was basically like the truck from Sanford and Son, just like full of furniture. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, or like the Beverly Beverly Hillbillies when they like move into the mansion With their yes. old like horseless carriage Full of like shit piled to the top
1: That's exactly <laughs> what it looked like And um There's a sofa. It's, like the, it's like the
0: junk trucks that drive around the neighborhood Looking for scrap metal yeah. on garbage night No that's
1: what it looked like <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I was like this is This is going to be fun for her um, But she had a sofa in there And I was like hmm interesting So I like gave her the keys I was like I left you all of my cleaning products um, I didn't feel like Going through your food So whatever food I had in there It's yours now <laughs> Very <laughs> passive aggressively um, So I leave And I'm getting on the BQE And I get a phone call and she was like what did you want to do with the sofa and i was like i'm renting it to you furnished so the sofa is staying we agreed on this it's in your rental agreement you should have
0: told me to take the sofa like a week ago if you didn't want the sofa exactly
1: so she was like oh well i have my own so i put yours outside what so i'm kind of thinking of invoicing her for the sofa
0: you kind of should and then at least try right
1: and then the whole thing was like i'm i didn't even really want the sofa but now i'm just pissed that she threw it out without that's the thing the sofa sucked ass
0: but it was it was just like it was it was still your sofa like it was still a a part of that apartment (laughs) yeah and like she told me she was shit
1: yeah, I know. She was like, I don't want the mattress. And I was like, good. I'm just going to throw it away. And I, I also, the the woman with the TV took the mattress. Okay. So actually. Wow. Well, was, into, it, you just turned your charity like into. I know. You just turned your, your charity
0: into a burden. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it had like weird like stains all over it. And I only had that mattress for like six months. Um uh- <laughs> Oh God. Uh lots of sordid evenings <laughs> on that mattress. But I had blocked her number because the next the next morning it was like nine AM. I was having my morning coffee. I get a phone call and I see it's her and I have like PTSD and I'm like, what are you doing now? Like knocking the walls down? <laughs>
0: like and what could possibly be next? Like yeah. what could you like
1: what could possibly like Oh my god it I was like Fed up, fed up. And she was like, did you shut the internet off? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and she was like, I didn't know you were going to do that. And I was like, I wasn't going to pay for your internet too, bitch. Like, what?
0: Yeah. Like, we could have, we could have, like, negotiated rolling that in. Yeah. Like, to your rent. But it would have been, yeah, like, another $100 a month or whatever, you know? Yeah.
1: And it was... Yeah, because I had the expensive internet and I was like, I'm not paying for this any more than I have to. So, yeah, yeah, I was just like, but in the midst of all of this, I was like, I got to relive our bumper cars thing when uh, I was like driving around in downtown Brooklyn by like the Barclays Center because I had to drop off my router to the Verizon store. Uh huh. Um, And I was driving around and I was like pretty emotional because it was like... It, even though I didn't particularly enjoy my time there, it was still like a time. And the fact that it's coming <laughs> it was to certainly a moment, <laughs> it was a, it was a blip on the radar, but it was like, so I had like, Oh my God. I went to one of the places my ex and I went to, and I actually passed the pizza place where I like, fell in love with him and so i was like driving down broadway listening not not broadway and manhattan broadway and brooklyn like under the train and listening to phoebe bridgers and just like sobbing and i wasn't paying attention to where i was going and i turned down his street and i like went by his old apartment and i was just like <sighs> fuck i'm not in the anger phase anymore but oh now you regressed i regressed <laughs> um you were doing so well. Uh, I was like gonna text him and I didn't. <laughs> so be proud of me. Good. I was gonna I was gonna buy my Danielle from 90 Day Fiance Cameo to tell him I still loved him, but I didn't. So
0: oh, I'm so glad you didn't <laughs> do that. That was such a mistake. <laughs> that would have been such a mistake. But I was oh my God.
1: this all came to a head on Friday. And I guess this is what the entire me moving story is leading up to. I was Okay. I had to pull over the car. I was crying so hard because a fire truck full of hot New York's finest drove by me. And I was like, I never even got to fuck a firefighter. And I just started crying. And all I'm going <laughs> to say is fuck COVID.
0: Oh, It's taken so much from all of us.
1: <laughs> Took away my, my firefighter.
0: Like well good thing there's there's firefighters everywhere. Yeah, but they're they, not, they literally they're not exist New York in every town. firefighters.
1: It's different. I want like a Chuck and Larry <laughs> thing going
0: on. What? <laughs> Who's not like Which one was Adam not Sandler? Help your point.
1: Was he Chuck or was he Larry? I don't fucking know. I think know. he was Chuck. He was like the Playboy and he had like wait, have have you seen that movie?
0: So funny th- funny thing about that movie um uh, this is a little story <laughs> within itself but Please? um me me and my friends like way back in the day had nothing else to do but like remember when like the actual idea of like waiting outside somewhere on Black Friday yeah um m- me and my friends used to do that just because it was like a what the hell also are we are we doing and uh I remember like coming home from my grandma's like at 9 p.m. or something on Thanksgiving, and going to meet my friends in the best in the line at Best Buy because they wanted to buy like a $300 laptop or something. Yeah, and a lot of my friends are engineers, and they brought like a marine battery hooked up to like a portable television. Holy shit! <laughs> and we watched. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. So that's the context (laughs) that I've seen that movie, but that was like 15 years ago.
1: There's this one scene where Adam Sandler has this just like cabal of like uh, Asian women in his room. And one of them is Tila Tequila. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's the that's the that's the FDNY experience. You, like, go yeah, over you to, get some, to some guy's, like, bachelor <laughs> pad, and it's decorated like a sitcom from, like, the late 2000s, and then Tila Tequila yep. comes out of the bedroom. Yep.
0: And then, yeah, you get the fuck a former MySpace star, current neo-Nazi, <laughs> like, alt-right <laughs> winger, conspiracy theorist. Sun the eater. The dream.
1: Yeah, it truly is. Oh and it wouldn't God. even be the biggest weirdo that I, like, let fuck me.
0: Jesus Christ
1: Anyway, <laughs> how's your week been?
0: Oh my God uh, so I'm, I'm curious what's gonna happen when we end this podcast today because the last two weeks some like weird shits happened when we did that late um, the late night podcast when we uh, did the, the little nice collab with uh, Friends of the Pod, uh, two wise Johns. Yeah. That was a late nighter, so we. I walked out of my apartment at like, a, uh, out of my bedroom at like eleven thirty, and there was just a man standing in my living room who I didn't recognize. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think a- you told me about a- this.
0: And uh, it was just like, um, hello, <laughs> like. So there's like a stairway that connects my unit to my landlord's unit downstairs, mm-hmm. via the garage, and when they come up, there's like a light that goes on in that little like hallway mm-hmm. uh, stairwell. And uh, the light was on, so I assumed my it wasn't someone breaking in. It was someone, uh, you know, associated with my landlord. And yeah. that was, he came up the stairs and he was like, adjust, like he changed our thermostat um, in my apartment. And but yeah, so that so that was like, a weird thing. But then yet yeah, last week when we recorded on Sunday, I come out of my room. Uh, that was another kind of late nighter. It was like ten o'clock, and I see my landlord in the living room talking my landlord's in our apartment fucking constantly um talking to patty on the balcony and for some reason i just kind of felt like something was amiss yeah like it's not abnormal for him to be in our apartment or talking to my roommate or you know whatever they bring up bring us food and stuff occasionally if they're like making stuff and i'm like (sighs) i feel like something's something's up And I go to use the bathroom, I come out, I do some dishes, and then I walk over, and I'm just like, oh, hey, uh, what's going on? And and then Patty is like, should you tell him? And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) And my landlord- They're like, we
1: got married and now we're getting divorced. That's what that (laughs) sounds like.
0: (laughs) Well, it was just, uh, I'm like, oh, fuck. And the landlord, he's like- telling me that they plan on moving into our unit so so like this is kind of like a thing that may or may not have been on the back burner for a a while like yeah our living situation is kind of unique we're kind of essentially renting rooms not so much a full apartment um, a full apartment yeah Uh, like the living room has like their furniture in it it's very strange yeah um, but it's cheap, and I have my own bathroom, and that's not something you can really get very easily. I didn't know so that, by the
1: way, when the first time I went there, I didn't realize. I was like, oh, Dan has very um, old-world taste.
0: Oh, yeah. It's it's like a, a Tuscan-themed living <laughs> room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, it's like a southern Italian like kind of interesting motif. Yeah. But um, so... Yeah, so he basically tells us, and granted, you know, we're in a fucking pandemic, and he technically can't evict us or tell us he's, like, leaving, but it's also a unique situation where our apartment is. It's technically, considered in the eyes of New Jersey, I imagine, a two-family apartment with the uh, landlord, the, the owner living on premises, and that detail kind of eliminates a lot of what would be considered standard tenant rights. Yeah. But... They live on the first floor In like a small unit behind the garage uh-huh. Like it's it's like half the size of our unit And they have you know Him his wife and his kid And his kid's getting older He's like almost a teenager And it's yeah so But we're like, there's no way they're gonna like Boot us out anytime soon Because we pay them a lot of money for rent Yeah And it, it's you know he knows, he knows we haven't had a job He hasn't had a job We literally helped him set up his unemployment Like he's not gonna not take our money Yeah, but yeah, he said up. Well, you know, I'm gonna it's not gonna be any time immediately, but just so to think about maybe finding someplace, you know, we're thinking maybe in the winter, but maybe not until the spring, but also maybe not at all. We don't know, but just keep, you know, whatever. And it's just like, that's the shittiest like
1: part about it was he just is like, yeah, we don't know when, but we're just going to make you one. Yeah, maybe about it, this. it'll happen.
0: Maybe soon. Maybe later. Maybe we'll see. It just not having like a concrete date kind of fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, in a different way than it would if he, you know, <laughs> didn't. But it was just like, oh, fuck. This is like a, just another thing to stress out about. Yeah. And, and the thing that was kind of like a good thing my roommate brought up was just like, Oh, no, like, he knew that we were getting that extra, you know, $600 a month. And he didn't tell us this. Literally, that Sunday was the last day to apply for, to get that last round of $600 until the government decides to figure out if they want us to afford to live or not, you know? Yeah. Which is still currently up in the air. But, like, he knew that, like, okay, this was him telling us, but he didn't want to tell us because he knew. Because if I knew, like, back in March or April that the shit was still rolling, like, I probably would have moved home. Yeah. And just fucking collected the money and paid off all my credit cards and whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of shitty to know that, like, he was still going to get his money. Yeah. Before letting us know. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was just super shitty. And it was just, it really sucks. And I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know what to do next. Uh it's still up in the air but this month we paid him in new jersey you can use your security deposit to cover your rent for the month Oh, nice um which we invoked this month and my security deposit was 750 and my rent's actually 800 so i, I just texted him I was like hey uh can you use the 750 towards my rent this month i've written you a check for 50 dollars, and he never responded thanks <laughs> And he didn't respond to my roommate telling him the same thing. Well. No, no, not sure, but
1: uh, I don't
0: know. I have the money saved. It's just since that extra money hasn't been re-upped in any fashion at the moment, it's like I'd rather not. I'll pay him next month, like, no problem, but I I don't want to to think about it right now. Especially,
1: I mean, I feel like you should have found out. Here's a fun fact that I just learned, by the way, from subletting my apartment. I don't know if this is just a New Mm -hmm. York thing, but... This rarely happens cuz landlords are bastards, but yep. they should give you your security deposit plus interest.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. no that's that's a, it's supposed to they are technically supposed to hold your security deposit in escrow in an interest rate like an interest uh, um collecting account. Yeah. And yeah, technically they're supposed to provide you with the interest that was accrued during your time with them. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's I've never received any interest. <laughs> ever. Oh yeah, never.
1: But I have a dog, so, so I'm, I'm like I don't think I've ever gotten my security deposit back because they're just oh, like yeah. I feel like that because they they collect it and then like all every apartment I've left has been like completely spotless, but they're like oh yeah the dog and then they just take my security deposit. So for this yeah, one, I made sure I got this security deposit up front because she's getting mine now. Yeah. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just one of those deals like. It's, I don't know, it it, it sucks. And he, like, he, he's been an okay landlord, but also, like, he lives below us, and he just doesn't fix shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's annoying. He, like, replaced our kitchen faucet at one point, like, early on into us living here. But he, like, wired the hot and cold wrong. <sighs> so, like, the hot is on the other side, and the cold is on the hot That's side. That's so
1: European.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's just so stupid, and... But then again, he's, like, talking about, like, yeah, well, when we, we're going to sell, they have another property somewhere, they're going to sell that, move into our unit and stay in their unit below, and then redo our whole apartment. it's, like, we've been asking you to fix, like, nonsense shit, and now you're talking about, like, gutting the whole kitchen and, like, making it new. because then they'd have to charge more rent. Or it's just the fact, it's, like, well, we're just putting off all these repairs until, like, we're actually going to be the ones benefiting from it, you know?
1: I mean, I don't Uh, don't blame them in a sense, but... It's also annoying. I mean, I get it, but
0: it also, like, we've been good tenants. So that's kind of the other kicker, is the people who live on the third floor, where I've told the stories of when I lived there for the first, like, four months of being in Jersey City, literally nightmare people. They're, like, fucking balcony doors swing open when it's, like, torrential downpouring, and then water runs down our wall. (laughs) And they never get in trouble for anything. Yeah. Like, Patty's a smoker, and she... Uh, is usually pretty good about, like, putting her butts in, like, an ashtray or a cup or something. But the other person on the... The the woman from the t- uh, top floor literally just flicks her cigarettes into the Ew. street. And then the landlord yells at Patty all day about smoking cigarettes that aren't even hers. And, yeah, it's just, like, we get blamed for everything. The people upstairs have, like, a sweetheart deal, and they don't get shit ever. And they're always a fucking mess. So, it was, like, that on top of that, I got some, like really shitty family news on thursday yeah. that uh, might actually make me just decide to move home for a bit yeah I'm, I'm waiting on more info but it's just like it never fucking ends yeah um so that was a bummer an upside my uh, my buddy jason came to town on friday and uh, i met him downtown i actually took like an uber for the first time since like march Do they have the plastic um, up no. Oh, so this is actually what's funny. So in Jersey City, and I think in New York City, too, there's the company Via, which is like a – it's like a cheap ride-sharing, mm-hmm. um, like, carpool-style um, app. And I think it's only, like, five bucks a ride or six bucks a ride, like, flat in, in New York. But in Jersey City, there was this big thing, like, literally right before all this kicked off, like, January, February, where they subsidized Via in Jersey City – so, the first two months, it was only a dollar nice. to go anywhere. And then it, it went up to $2. Mm-hmm. And um, I th- ordered a Via, and I heard in New York that they were limiting the Via to just one person per ride, like a standard Uber. And I ordered the Via to go meet my friend downtown, and I, like, immediately see someone in the backseat. <laughs> I'm like, what? And I got really, like, kind of confused, and, like, they're just like, oh, yeah, no, it's still still carpool and for some reason this car doesn't have the plastic (laughs) Mm. and um which was fine the person next to me was wearing a mask but then we picked up someone else after they got dropped off and the girl walks in she's got her mask like under her chin the whole time
1: i'm just picturing the uh the scene in arrested development where tobias is like oh yeah we got you a shuttle to the uh, to the airport and he thinks he's the only one and people just keep piling in
0: (laughs) yeah yeah very similar but uh yeah, downtown we got uh, we went to the good taco spot downtown. Got some tacos. There's a new brewery in uh like the southern part of Jersey City and uh had some, you know, rooftop beers. There's a a, a gin distillery in Jersey City right down the block. And uh sounds we got very, some good gin cocktails. Uh, sounds very gentry. <laughs> I mean, maybe. It's called Corgi Distillery. Someone brought a corgi actually and everyone lost their goddamn mind. Corgis suck. Uh, they're loud. Yeah,
1: uh so I watched my friend's corgi like a year ago at this point. Uh towards the towards the beginning of my last relationship and this <laughs> this dog would not let this man anywhere near me. And then he, he there was like one point where he shit on the floor. I I like really thought that my partner was going to shoot the dog. <laughs>
0: I mean, maybe the the dog was just trying to protect I you. I was
1: like, "How am I going to explain to my friend that my partner
0: shot his dog?" None <laughs> of this was a, a red flag either. <laughs> oh yeah. boy. Um, yeah. Um, so Friday was a nice little like, kind of distraction. You know, we, which d- was we good. joke about we had-
1: that pendulum, but boy.
0: Oh my God! I know <laughs> it's. Uh, hopefully, this is as far as it swings in this direction before it levels I don't out. Wanna- <laughs> yeah yeah you wanted to stay you on my side i got it
1: pendulum shit
0: oh <laughs> uh, i i guess uh we can add to uh everyone's random shit dan has bought during uh the pandemic uh bingo card okay um check off if you had a uh, mayonnaise delivery
1: <laughs> oh my god when you when you you were like i'm waiting for a mayonnaise delivery and i really was like oh i guess you went and got yourself a grinder <laughs>
0: Yeah, I ordered some good, uh, that good ass QP mayonnaise, but I was like waiting by the door for it to show up because I'm like, I don't want this mayonnaise to be like sitting on my, uh, in my patio with, uh, my front, uh, stoop in 93 degree weather. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think what else has happened. Uh, Michelle Obama's podcast came out. Um, Right out of the gate, first guest, she landed Barack Obama. I don't know how she managed to do that on her first guest. I think
1: it would actually like, be even funnier if she had to go through official channels. <laughs> like if her people. I mean, had normally to call you have to have people. a pretty
0: good like pedigree to land a guest like that, you know? Mark Mark Maron was, uh, you know, he he was like seven years deep before he got Obama yeah. on his podcast.
1: It's nepotism. Sounds like
0: some nepotism. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god actually speaking of nepotism did you have anything else to say about michelle obama
0: <laughs> not specifically i have some things to say about michelle obama but uh, <laughs> it's not something it's not anything we can easily um transition into yeah. i guess one last thing about myself that I, I forgot to mention last week uh the long-awaited cruise has been officially canceled
1: finally i was waiting for the, it
0: well so the funny thing is So apparently, federally, they canceled cruises until September 31st, and our trip I think was supposed to be October 6th. And my mom was like, "I don't want to be the guinea pig cruise." Yeah, no, (laughs) especially because like after cruises being shut down for eight months, then being like the first cruise back out on the water, and also
1: it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just the COVID just keeps taking and taking. and there's no reprieve in sight never
1: giving what's up with that covid
0: yeah i mean it it gave me some money i earned an artist grant that i've yet to receive uh you know i i got a steady paycheck for the first time in in a decade it gave me a way Um, out of new york (laughs) it's just i don't know it's it's I th- we've we touched on it last week and and every previous subsequent week it's, it's just it's just exposed every literal crack in our our system yeah. of uh, government society every fucking thing and i can't uh, i'm just over it um but uh so this
1: is something i've been dying to talk about speaking about society at large oh, shit. uh <laughs> my i can now publicly stan my problematic faith. Ammon Bundy. Go on, <laughs> because shit. he came out in support of Black Lives Matter, which I think is really funny. Because <laughs> someone posted a meme, and it's like the Drake meme, and he's like, "No to uh, the Bureau of Land Management (BLM)." <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. "Yes to Black Lives Matter, also BLM." That's pretty. I good. love when that happens. But um, so yeah, I've been I listened to Bundyville, and I'm I'm very obsessed. <laughs> is that a podcast? Yeah, I'm very obsessed with the Bundys now. I mean, I always have been, but I'm like extra obsessed now and I can let my freak flag fly. Um, So he said, he (laughs) said, uh, should I do an Ammon Bundy accent?
0: I don't know what that is. uh, So you could do uh, any accent and I would believe you. You
1: must have a problem in your mind if you think somehow black. uh, Sounds like a a black prospector. I'm just going to. I'm just going to talk normal.
0: It's not great.
1: <laughs> like a foghorn leghorn.
0: Again, I don't know what he sounds like, and I can it's almost like, guarantee you it's not that. He
1: sounds like a foghorn leghorn. You know.
0: Um, he, sounds like he's, he sounds like he's doing like Jeff Foxworthy.
1: <laughs> you might be a redneck if you don't support Black Lives Matter. Uh,
0: <laughs> That's what he, it sounds he's like.
1: like, I I just I can't do accents. It's for the best. (laughs) You might have a problem (laughs) if your mind—if you think that somehow black. What if he was? What if he was Arabic? (laughs) 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 He's like Yolo. You must have a problem, Abibi. Um, (laughs) (laughs) if you think somehow Black Lives Matter is more dangerous than the police, you must have a problem in your mind. If you think that Antifa is going to be the one to take your freedom, which I say yes finally someone who gets it someone on the right who gets it because police just like blew away his friend Lavoy finnicum and like didn't think twice about it he was like a he was like it was like a randy weaver situation
0: yeah 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 yeah. well so that actually touches on what we talked about last week which is like yo where are the fucking libertarians who are you know preaching you know anti-authoritarianism and things like that he's like finally speaking up about like no like the cops aren't the ones like taking your freedom like you know the cops are the ones who are shoving you into a fucking white van yes and (laughs) And, you know like that's not the people we're literally protesting that like that's on the right side of history is we want less governmental overreach uh and you know i
1: think i need a man like Ammon on my compound you know you know his wife doesn't give it good she's just a procreation machine (laughs)
0: She's just fertile She's just fertile
1: And guess what I'm not fertile But I am enthusiastic in bed So Ammon Bundy If you're listening to this Come down We know he is Come down to the compound
0: (laughs) That's kind of So now that uh, My My time in Jersey City May uh, End or be Cut short Or uh, Jersey City sabbatical perhaps um, You know I I I was, like, kind of joking with my friends because we were looking at, like, places in central Pennsylvania. And, like, I I like the idea of, like, I'll move anywhere as long as, like, I have, like, friends nearby. Like, I feel like that's what we joked about, like, even when uh, you were talking about moving to the Poconos and we were looking at places in the Poconos. I'm like, we could literally buy this whole cul-de-sac. Yeah,
1: we could. I I kind of should have stayed with the Poconos. Houses are so cheap up there.
0: It's it's wild. Um, But I'm getting
1: so much land.
0: (laughs) True. The, uh, But I'm like, yeah, like I could probably live anywhere as long as I have, like, vague access to, like, my friends nearby. Like, if I can only have to interact with, like, my, like, six friends in, like, a little corner of the neighborhood, that sounds amazing. And then I was like, oh, actually, I'm also, like, open to a compound situation. Well, let's, <laughs> like, let's all... There was some house in central PA somewhere that literally had, like, a drawbridge and, like, a tower... <laughs>
1: Oh, and my God. It,
0: like, wrapped around in a big L shape with, like, a central courtyard area that was full of, like, carports and, like, like outbuildings and things like that. And it was, like, yo, we could all, like, just move in there and just coexist. There's another place that was, like, a, a former boarding house that was, like, 19 bedrooms. Oh, my God. I'm, like, yeah, like, let's all just pitch in $200 a month <laughs> and we can all... You know, just hang out. Like, the whole place is 19 bedrooms. That's getting dangerously
1: like, close to a punk house for me. Especially because, like, when uh, what, I when I moved, it's really funny. Because now that it's actually happening, people are like, oh, aren't you going to miss your friends? And I'm like, I literally did not think
0: about that at all. Yeah, I, I, said, I, I think I mentioned them, that very please. early on.
1: <laughs>
0: I was like, I don't know. But, yeah, no, that is that is funny. What is the what is the difference between a compound and a punk house? And I think it just comes down Fire to... Just ethics, religion. (laughs) I did send you that place that was very similar to the Mount Carmel uh, Waco.
1: Well, okay, so (laughs) when you were, so my property, it already has two buildings on it, it has its own water source. I already called Dibs on One. Yeah. Uh, We got to have a name for it. Like, we,
0: of course. Like, we got to. Well, I think it's a, (laughs) it's Have a Nice Life Acres. (laughs)
1: That's too, that's too close to another podcast. Is it? yeah that's what they that's what <sighs> okay. they uh that's what them uh i don't want to i think the one um, that we don't talk about maybe, on here <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that
0: <laughs> you're you're the only one who doesn't <laughs> talk about it um <laughs> i got no beefs <laughs> um I don't have beef but I'm yeah just the, deeply the,
1: deeply heartbroken
0: <laughs> i uh maybe i don't know what we'll, we'll think that happened i I feel like it's got to be vaguely religious.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. But <laughs> to, that's the thing. Have a I, nice feel life, like, uh, I feel Okay, so when I move, it's coming up quickly. Uh, yeah. We got to place bets. Do you think I'm going to become like a Randy Weaver type? Or do you think I'm going to become deeply religious in like a Mormon sense? Oh, my
0: God. You're like right in between. I both know. Those I know.
1: It really could go either way. And I'm not going to say it's not going to be either because I know it's going to be one of them.
0: I feel like it's gonna fall somewhere in between. I think it's like if this is like a like cardinal directions on a compass somewhere. Like that's definitely like a northwest situation. We like, we do. <laughs> you're gonna fall somewhere in between.
1: I will say we do need some. We need some female cult leaders in the mainstream. Where's our representation? The- Should I just start a cult? Is
0: that the, is that the, uh, the space you want to fill? Yeah, I think
1: we need a new cult. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's like, uh, oh, my God, the people who are like, hmm, Trump's stormtroopers seem to be all male. Where's the f- <laughs> it's like, yeah, I want to I want a female woman to throw me into a, a Mark van and
1: the gender gap and <laughs> the secret police. It's like this is the wrong.
0: This is the wrong direction of feminism. But also it's <laughs> like, like,
1: Why do men have to have all the representation
0: in the wrong place?
1: Why do men have to have all the cults? Why can't why can't a woman have a cult? My cult would be dope. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like I have like velvet cloaks. Ooh, that does sound nice. Yeah, <laughs> very much like uh, like eyes wide shut, just like a bunch of naked people with with uh, yeah, like velour cloaks. I'll just like all standing in a circle. I'll just
1: recruit women who are like similarly heartbroken to me, and we'll be the leaders, and then we'll just get a bunch of men to be our sex slaves, and clean out our guns. <laughs>
0: Oh boy. Yeah, so a cult I feel like is the <laughs> that is the direct in between of religion and Randy Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> Just like militant separatism mixed with religious <laughs> and the cult is the middle yeah, ground.
1: Of course. Okay, so <laughs> anyone who wants to join my cult, if you get in on the ground floor, <laughs> you will have stock options. Get equity in the cult.
0: And and <laughs> yeah,
1: sweat equity. equity. <laughs>
0: if anything it could be a tool to just to expand our podcast listenership
1: it's like the have a nice life doctrine is like the central tenet of the cult
0: it was all a scheme just to get more (laughs) listeners I'm on board. Oh my God. I'm, I'm yeah, in it 100%. To,
1: to monetize the podcast. I love how at the beginning of the year we were like, yeah, we're not going to monetize this. And now we're like, we will literally start a religion around the podcast so we can make money from it.
0: I think immediately I was on board with with, uh, <laughs> with monetizing it. Like right out of the Ties gate. I was up, like,
1: bitches. <laughs> 10% of your salary right here.
0: Yep. Yep. Oh, man. It's... <laughs> I'm on board. I'm for right? it. Like I said, I don't, I don't have shit going on. Like, uh, I got uh my my career doesn't exist at the moment. It just I'm seems, gonna lose my apartment. It seems like a lot
1: of responsibility uh, to be a cult leader. I feel like you can kind like of like if I can't if I can't come with like, like if I can't deal with the, my subletter texting me every ten minutes like <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to.
0: People looking at you for like moral <laughs> advice. I feel like, uh, constantly. Well, that
1: can oh that can be part of the cult. It'll just be like do for self.
0: <laughs> Sorry, now we're getting Farrakhan in it. Of course, this is getting very—you're already we're canceled. Inclusive,
1: the the goal of the cult is to be, if if I didn't care about being canceled, I wouldn't start a cult, baby. <laughs> David oh Koresh, one of the most canceled people of our time.
0: I feel like David Koresh, <laughs> though,
1: was misunderstood.
0: You know, he had people who like spoke for him in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's true. You know, I mean, he a lot of times he just fucking chilled and played guitar in, like a bar band.
1: That's the part of the cult that sounds awesome.
0: It's true. It's true. Just having like nice cars and like nice musical equipment <laughs> and then like also having a cache of guns in your walk in freezer. Honestly,
1: like what like I know I know there's probably people listening to this who are like, Wow, that sounds awful, but I'm like, that's like sign me up.
0: I mean, like I said, it's it's at this point now. <laughs> Everything's being taken from me. So, cult is really, it's it's feeling real appealing to You know what we could do too?
1: Like, when the government. If I can't make money, I
0: might as well not make money somewhere else. And. and,
1: When the government inevitably comes for us, we can be like, oh, are you really going to kill us all? The only mainstream cult of women?
0: Wow. Yeah. That's a good uh, good (laughs) burden to hang (laughs) over their head. (laughs) Please look at the optics of this. (laughs)
1: Where's Nancy Pelosi in her kente cloth?
0: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I think we're on the something. Kamala
1: Harris, just be like, "Hey, this isn't cool. We're women. Nevertheless, we persisted. RGB. We we need to keep RGB alive so that she uh <laughs> so that she'll protect us when like the <laughs> when the tanks are like coming through the walls." <laughs>
0: i mean we we <laughs> if we attended more protests we could have uh we could have developed a, a tolerance to um tear gas i have my gas that would in the long run
1: have- true i'll just buy more
0: we need some child size gas included masks, so that, was, for- that was the big waco problem well, i have the
1: israeli civilian one which is made to be like worn by everyone
0: <laughs> it's a very inclusive yeah, it is it gas is mask.
1: it one size fits all <laughs> One size fits most. Oh my god! You have a big head; it fits might not. Fit you.
0: That's true. I have a beard yeah, too, beard, so yeah. getting I need to I need to convert my my facial hair to the toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> the famous toothbrush style. Uh, oh,
1: perfect. Perfect.
0: <laughs> what a tangent! <laughs> <laughs> we went from mayonnaise deliveries to cult plans.
1: I mean, we went from something very white to like the whitest thing, so. <laughs>
0: I mean, but the cult is going to be very inclusive. Oh yeah, the cult is—it's going to be the
1: first inclusive cult of its time.
0: It's true. Creeds.
1: The only people not invited are straight cis white men who put their pronouns in their Twitter bios.
0: (laughs) (sighs) No comment. (laughs) um, Speaking of uh, very misguided internet trends. I, I noticed you didn't post a um, a black and white selfie of yourself on on Instagram. I didn't,
1: and actually, did you
0: did you not accept the challenge? No,
1: because I knew what the challenge was, and I like I I kindly unlike
0: everyone else who did I it.
1: Kindly, yeah, because like people don't give a shit about the Middle East. We've talked about this on this podcast before, but like, yeah, I would kind
0: have a nice life. The number one Middle Eastern podcast. <laughs> Oh fuck! Stands from the beginning. I still
1: need to workshop it a little more, but this would have been like a great time for me to debut my Hezbollah Alexandra Cooper character.
0: <laughs> I, I think never is a good time. I think there's no there's no good time to fit that in. I think just the idea of the character is like a good enough <laughs> joke. <laughs> it doesn't need to be elaborated any further. We don't need examples. No, just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the cancel cast. Um... <laughs> but yes yeah, so Jesus like Christ. there's like femicide is something that's really big in turkey um, and yeah. so I like I literally explained it to someone and she was like like someone who nominated me I was like this is really kind but like I think you should know that this isn't just some vanity thing this is where it came from and she was like I thought that was a bird literally that's what someone said to <laughs> me she thought turkey was a bird <laughs>
0: I have no words. Yeah, I wow.
1: That's why I yeah, I don't know. I'm done with white women. Actually, no white women are allowed in my cult.
0: Really? Yeah. White uh, men they
1: can come as slaves, but white women are not allowed. Especially <laughs> if they were like in a sorority, like it's like you had your chance at a cult and you did boring <laughs> shit with it. We're gonna do
0: cool <laughs> shit. Oh my god, yeah, it's a. Uh... I don't know, the whole, again, like, I saw, like, both sides of it, and the whole, the other side, but it's, like, both of the problematic sides of the whole, like, challenge accepted thing. One was people doing without actually realizing the reason behind the, you know, the femicide in Turkey and things like that, and it turned into, like, being kind of a long, you know, working in parallel as, like, support got mixed up with, like, just vanity, yeah. essentially, which is most things on social media in general. Sorry, I'm petting my dog. And the other and part of it is, like, the barking. weird... We don't,
1: if I stop petting him, that's why I'm doing this weird thing right now.
0: <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Eric has a two-dog situation going on yeah. right now. But, um... So, the other side of it was... the argument of... women don't need a, a, a movement to feel empowered. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm talking out of my depth for sure, but it's just, it's just like, why, why do you need a movement to post selfies as like,
1: just post selfie. If you want to post a selfie, like, don't be like, you don't need need to be deep.
0: And yeah, you also posting a selfie doesn't do shit.
1: It really doesn't.
0: (laughs) Don't donate money.
1: (laughs) Let's see your purse, sis.
0: Yeah, it's it, again. It's it's like empty gestures that don't mean anything. When you said gestures, <laughs> I thought
1: open. of like jesters, like 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 the like hat. Charlie, stop!
0: <laughs> Get Charlie on the pot.
1: <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, what do you think about the what do you think about the 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 black and white selfie?
0: Really? Oh, that shut him up. He's like <laughs> he doesn't want to he's weigh like, in.
1: I'm a man. It's not my place.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's uh Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about like possible um so oh, so there's this thing with um getting to the COVID portion of the podcast. <laughs> uh apparently in states where it's not like governmentally mandated to wear a mask, um, and it's like up to the businesses to decide. God. Walmart made a statement saying they were no longer going to be like enforcing mask wearing in their stores where it's not like governmentally enforced uh, but not as it was as a way to protect their employees because too many of their employees were being assaulted for like telling people to wear their masks
1: i have like
0: we what kind of fucking world I are we living so in much
1: more respect for essential workers now than i've ever had for our troops
0: oh yeah well, that oh, that was actually a quick aside on that. I forget what color it was. It was like a burnt sienna color, but it was like the Blue Lives Matter flag, but it had like that, uh, like the thin a crust, reddish brown line, the thin brown red line, yeah. and it was um, it was for pizza delivery people. Yeah. and it because apparently like pizza delivery people are in the top ten most dangerous jobs oh, yeah. in the country. Like, or I think it's like in even the top five even. Yeah. And, like, cops don't even crack anywhere near the top ten. And it's, like, being a police, like a pizza delivery person is actually one of the most dangerous jobs you can do. The Domino's guys like, are the, the only guys heroes. in blue
1: eye recognize. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would fly a flag for that. I respect that. Because uh, it's a shitty job that pays, like, no money and you're, like, literally putting your life in danger. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the fact Especially that... Especially because uh,
1: people think tipping is, like, they're, like, they're like two bucks? Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just, I can't, it, the fact that, yeah, people like working in grocery stores and stuff like that, uh, that's kind of the, there's a great argument someone posted about people complaining that, like, the old adage of, like, uh, oh, minimum wage isn't meant to be a living wage, blah, 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 and it's like, that's the shittiest argument you can do, because you're essentially saying, I know your job needs to exist, but you don't deserve to make a living yeah. doing it. And it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, uh, if these jobs need to be done, why should someone not be able to live off of it? Yeah. You know? It just doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's such a classist fucking bullshit. I absolutely can't stand it. But um, speaking of these people getting, you know, assaulted in stores for trying to uphold the mask policy, I feel like this is, like, a great new job opening opportunity yeah and i was like you know this would be a cool thing to pitch <laughs> is uh we need like covid mask bouncers at stores like so it's cops it's kind of like remember so we need remember so we that need cops that... no bouncers very different So you're just like a bouncer like a club so
1: they're enforcing but you're just calling it a bouncer instead of a cop well yeah okay gwen
0: but you're protecting private small business, not, not, the government, is what I'm it's saying. Very
1: libertarian of you.
0: I'm protecting the working class.
1: Okay. Okay. There we go.
0: There. Yeah. Are uh, these bouncers but, like, also
1: working class? Absolutely. Are they paid, What is their What is their wages?
0: Ah, uh, not Do great. Do they have health care? <laughs> But you get to beat people up with impunity. Okay, cool. I take that job. So it's it's you know I mean having healthcare in a position where you're fighting is is you know probably for the best. Yeah. But you know, I feel like Dan so any enemy kind of,
1: of the worker.
0: No, protector of the worker.
1: Except for the except for the workers doing the protecting. You're like yeah, you might take a beating, but you don't get healthcare.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. It'd, it'd be good to have healthcare in that position. Okay, so yeah. Don't twist this up on me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just practicing don't my I'm just it. practicing my like cult leader gaslighting skills.
0: Yeah, it's like whataboutism like to the max. Uh don't you dare turn me around as an enemy of the working class. How dare you? Um no. Greta, but, so it's, how it's, dare it's, you. it's like remember um remember that whole thing with like when school shootings were a thing, because school was a thing, and there was that picture of that like really dorky looking old guy with like the full riot gear get up and he was like i volunteer as uh former military blah 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 i volunteer to work for free to protect schools and he posted the picture and everyone made fun of him that's me like i volunteer to like be the like stand out (laughs) stand outside of like the the bodega and just anyone who like complains about wearing a mask like i get to enforce
1: is it in new jersey you're not allowed to carry any weapons so you'll just have like a Go. Like one of those like mini. I don't need
0: weapons. I got I got these baby. Got the the old one ones you and twos. Gotta put rings
1: on every finger.
0: <laughs> but it's like yeah, it's it's like one of these things. So you see these videos of uh, these people like getting in the face and like pushing employees who are just trying to like enforce the policy of you know uh, not being a dick face and uh, like imagine if like you had the authority to then hit these people without losing your job or getting a lawsuit like i like get a bar i feel like bouncers rough people up with vague impunity yeah, it's true uh i just want to i just want someone to get in my face and like be able to just fucking rock them yeah
1: i'd like that for being too. like an
0: inconsiderate dickhead you know yeah. so yeah anyone needs a covid bouncer <laughs> let me know <laughs> amazing do you have any questions? I think it's about that time. I
1: do. Oh, I I have a lot of questions. Um, oh, no, I mean okay. like personally, just in general. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> First of all, how <laughs> dare you? Um. So I have I have a few. Uh, do you have any?
0: Uh yeah I got four I think. Oh, I
1: also have four. Um, This one's one that's for me So I'll just answer it real quickly Uh, What was your first COVID sign I made poor decisions this weekend Honestly I didn't even notice I had it until Like after it was almost gone Uh, Sense of smell missing And sense of taste missing is probably like The smoking gun So if you have that or a fever Get yourself tested Makes sense Charlie stop Sorry (laughs) <laughs> He's drinking my coffee.
0: What? <laughs>
1: really? Yeah. Hopefully oh, that doesn't kill Just him. He's trying to
0: get a, a, a fix. Trying to make it through the day like all yeah, of us. I know, right? Um, so, <laughs> I think this is a question relating to the picture I posted as a call for questions, which is me being the, the real glizzy gulper. What was wrong with. Uh,
1: the- hey! Stop it! What was. <laughs> ro- <laughs> I'm going to be a great mom someday. Hey! 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 <laughs> stop it! Lay down,
0: mommy. Mommy's podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feed you later.
1: No, it's he's just being a brat because so I'm not paying enough attention to him. Um, what was wrong? Like that, that hot dog looked like uh on the episode of Seinfeld where like they, they went to the theater and there was like the hundred year old hot dog. That's what it looked like.
0: <laughs> well, it was a it was a fried hot dog. Oh, <laughs> oh no! That's the best uh, the best kind. Uh, how can anyone <laughs> that's not a normal reaction to anything i fried.
1: don't like fried food and a hot dog
0: <sighs> yeah no classics no, 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 no. um Patois. but someone asked me what the best hot dog spot is i'm assuming in new jersey or regionally for <laughs> that's all i know um
1: is it the one in buttsville well the hot dog johnny's oh,
0: hot dog johnny's <laughs> everyone loved that because shit it's i think from someone buttsville. in my height
1: that's so funny
0: I know. So I think that's why everyone wore the shirts. Um but that was like a trend in my high school. Was like wearing a hot dog Johnny shirt was like a trendy thing to do. It was very odd. Like everyone would like do weekend trips to go buy their hot dog Johnny shirt. I'm going to do
1: that. I'm going to bring it out west.
0: <laughs> oh god. If people are like what the fuck are you talking about? They're like <laughs> We hate you coastal elites. Um but yeah, uh so that photo was actually taken in my favorite spot was um, Hiram's Road Stand, uh, which is like a small uh, small spot in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Oh, did I ever tell you about like the um, the hot dog tour me and my friends did a couple of summers ago, back when you could do things in the summer?
1: Uh, so- yeah, and it was like very disgusting. I like blocked it out of my memory.
0: <laughs> Me and my friends, they were part of a, a hot dog consortium uh, where we literally rented a bus and then went to eight different hot dog places in northern Jersey. And um, it was absolutely amazing. But yeah, like the classic. So the classic one in North Jersey, though, is Rutz Hut. Northern for
1: Jersey? No- northern Jersey, <laughs> The <Darwin>. northern
0: region. <laughs> but uh, Rutz Hut is a big favorite. Uh, also famous for their fried hot dogs, um, but I think Hiram's is the best. Yeah. So if you're in the the New York metropolitan area, check out Hiram's Road Stand in Fort Lake. Yeah. Do you do you have a favorite hot dog no, spot, Erica? I don't. No, no not at no. all.
1: I don't really. I, I I have like one hot dog a year, and it's at a Phillies game. So I guess Citizens Bank Park.
0: <laughs> Perfect, yeah. there we go. Was that so hard?
1: Yeah. Uh. So. <laughs> These two were asked by the same person So I think that they might be like a Compound question A two-parter It'll be interesting to get the cis male perspective And then the cis straight female Perspective First of all how does one deal with Grown ma- males who act like children And then immediately after She said breakup tips So
0: <laughs> They do sound yeah. vaguely related okay,
1: So for grown males Acting like children if I had the answer to this I wouldn't need to be starting a cult But I will say <laughs> Just join my cult And then you'll never have to deal with men like that again Uh, Oh my god I just thought of something for the cult Okay We'll like pick one day of the week And then we'll just have this like Wall And we'll just have them all line up on one side of the wall And like stick their dicks th- What? so we can like get off without having to deal with them
0: you're saying we like i'm involved
1: like we me and the the other powerful women of my cult it's like an ideal situation <laughs> i feel like
0: that that's actually like a like a, a series of like porn genres oh my
1: god that's how we'll make money there we go <laughs> that's how Perfect. we'll monetize the cult <laughs> oh my god and it'll be uh, ethical porn because no one will be trafficked or underaged my ethical porn cult I'm I'm writing something. it in my notes app oh wait I don't have to because it's on the podcast <laughs> I don't go back and listen to these um okay so how does no but the real the real answer for this is like I I don't fucking know because like I've last summer I was hooking up with that guy who was like 22 and that was bad and then I started dating someone who was 12 years older than me and he was less of a child but still like you know you know Uh, I just think it's what men do I'm not saying this against any specific (laughs) bit I think they just all act like children uh and
0: I feel like not enough men work in factories anymore. Ooh, yes. I think that's the problem. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Would you blame...
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're not, not, like, providing, like, war provisions any longer. Uh, All the the factories have gone overseas, and I think that's the major thing. So go find... We just don't have the opportunity to, like grow a hard skin go
1: find a man overseas
0: myself included um um, these these hands have never seen hard work yeah i
1: wrote i just wrote a blog post (laughs) about this if you want to go read my blog go ahead and do it but it's it's
0: not time for plugs yet okay
1: (laughs) it's true though because it's like (laughs) women we are raised to be like strong and independent but still want companionship so we're like having careers and like doing this and feeling like we have to be everything to everyone and then men just aren't raised the same So I think it's something that we probably we can work on for the next generation, just raising boys and girls the same, but I'm going to say that every man now is beyond hope. Join my cult.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've met my share of women who have been like equally hopeless as well. Um, There's definitely, um, well, that's
1: uncalled for. I
0: noticed a lot of kind of, daddy's girl kind of women like daddy issues or like daddy's girl uh, i think it's still considered a daddy issue if it's like you're too
1: oh like a a um, too present father
0: like a lack of independence
1: yeah yeah
0: you know what i mean like i feel like it's kind of uh there are two sides of the spectrum oh my god that should be overly independent versus like the people who kind of always have it's it's so hard to explain. That should be without... your next
1: question. Like when you take someone on a date 3 years from now when Covid's over be like, "Where do you lie on the daddy issues spectrum?" <laughs>
0: the, the spectrum. <laughs> we need to we need to come up with a name for the spectrum. <laughs> um it's just like the, the um Oh, what's the what's the one of like uh your like the spectrum of your queerness The Kinsey scale. Essentially. The Kinsey. It's like what's I the talked Kinsey about scale that daddy issues? Podcast. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh I don't know, but like I'm saying it I mean, yeah, there's no shortage of shitty men, but the shitty women do exist.
1: We're feminism. <laughs> see, we're, we're inclusive.
0: <laughs> Everyone's a little bit <laughs> shitty in their own way. Oh, yeah. Uh but yeah, I don't know. It's uh there there is that kind of um you do see similar Kind of uh, woman child I guess if man child is the other side of it uh, But yeah Just kind of like the idea of like You know You have that fall back You know you kind of live life without any risks You know, Getting
1: kind of heteronormative What's the gender neutral of man child
0: Person child <laughs> Person, Child, child? <laughs> Just child <laughs> Just child But we could with an X instead of an I For some reason
1: <laughs> Childrexen.
0: Oh God! Uh, oh, so actually, my next question—funny uh, enough—falls into the porn category Lovely. of a f- favorite porn star.
1: I actually don't. Dan knows this about me. I
0: you notoriously like don't watch I don't, porn. I
1: don't like it. I'm actually like sort of against it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even though, but you're not against producing it.
1: Well, that's what I said. Mine was going to be ethical porn.
0: Yeah, you just want to be on the business side of things. A pimp, if you will.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I gotta start working on my physique now. If I'm gonna be getting railed by my my uh, my men in my cult.
0: stable. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Okay>. god. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like having a favorite porn star is kind of less of a thing nowadays. Like I remember, like growing up when I was younger, like. There would be specific porn stars who people would be very, you know, um, partial to. I guess. I mean, I, I guess think I, now I feel like they I've...
1: just are like, let's just have it be these like faceless, personalityless women, just so that men can project whatever they want onto them, because porn is very much for men.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's. I feel like there's so much more of. It's, it's less focused on the actual porn star Themselves uh, as opposed to Like the scenario where it takes place You know
1: Dan tell us your OnlyFans um, preferences
0: I, I've never fucked with OnlyFans <laughs> I don't know uh, Yeah I guess oh, people, you Some don't people support may have their women? favorite OnlyFans <laughs> Fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to make this the gotcha <laughs> podcast <laughs> Oh my god yeah, I don't know. I mean, I remember having like some old favorites, um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like now it's it's everyone just kind of cruises whatever the f- the the front pages of Pornhub are, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm I don't have just one favorite. That's what I should say. I support all women. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: second. Oh wait, second part of my first question was.
0: Oh shit! I forgot. About <laughs> well, I
1: kind of ignored it because like. I know this person listens to the podcast, but like the, I'm not the person to answer this question. I'm sorry. It's breakup tips. <laughs> I feel like
0: we've also talked about it before breakup in the
1: Breakup tips?
0: Yeah. I think I think literally our answer from the last time we answered this is pretty early on. My tip is on, fuck but, um, a
1: firefighter before you lose the opportunity <laughs> forever.
0: But break up with your partner before that so you're not a shitty cheater. <laughs> uh, I would say on, uh, to reiterate... The last time we said it, I think it was just, be honest. Just don't drag shit out for longer than it needs to be. Oh, see,
1: I took this as, like, tips for getting over a
0: breakup. Oh, like... Well, I guess, yeah. Um, By
1: land... (laughs) Buy guns.
0: (laughs) Buy, buy a compound. (laughs) uh, Arm yourself. Move two thousand miles
1: away, so you're not tempted to self-exile
0: yourself from society. (laughs) Hide Twitter in a folder that you can't find. The Erica playbook.
1: Yeah, I mean, actually, you know what? Listen to every episode of this podcast and do exactly the opposite (laughs) of everything that I've done.
0: i like that turning around because uh (laughs) it it promotes the podcast (laughs) which i'm for
1: (laughs) that's the end goal of all of this i am like i i'm not like a very self-aware person i feel like my coochie is very self-aware but the rest of me is not very self-aware but i'm aware enough to admit that so just don't do what i do
0: (laughs) and listen to me because i've been right every time (laughs)
1: I don't know I was thinking I was thinking because I was like up I was like up up in Manhattan uh, last weekend and I was thinking about the time the three of us went to the Met and I I took that as like a tacit approval from you that Met trip i it was I felt like the third wheel there
0: (laughs) I also paid for both of you to go
1: I mean I offered
0: I was the chaperone (laughs) Speaking of which, the Met is now looking... It's been, like, one full year almost, and the Met is now looking for their, their uh, re-up of my <laughs> of my membership. Like, not
1: now. Is it even open?
0: I just... I think they're working on being open, like, the end of the I will month. just
1: never forget, like, one of the funniest things you've ever said, you said on that Met Go on. trip. Go uh, What did they say? When you were telling me and him about the person you went on... feel like this might give away too many details but you went on a road trip and there was something about rival barbers and i don't think i've i've never seen him laugh that hard in my life and i've never laughed that hard in my life
0: oh god we were we were in front of like aerosmith's
1: guitar or something when you told that story too which made it that much funny
0: (laughs) Yeah, in the middle of that, like weird, like famous music, <laughs> like uh, music instrument uh, yeah. <laughs> room exhibit. Yeah, it was like uh, it was
1: like Pantera drums. Yeah, no, or something. just the idea. And you're talking about rival barbers, and me and my partner just lost Bar- barber feud. Barber feuding ver- barbers, like, yeah. Uh,
0: former street punk turned barber <laughs> feud. It was just such a very niche cultural thing. Yeah. Also, I kind of want to start a Teespring. Uh, with some designs I got some I got some. Uh, have a nice life Merch ideas Okay
1: uh, It's that... not the time For plugs
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> more workshopping In real time is, is... But I, I got some Merch ideas uh, That it Even if Even if no one Buys them It's just funny That they will Exist yes. Or have the opportunity To yes. exist um, Maybe we can do A viral t-shirt And that'll get the word Out on the podcast We'll reverse engineer The merch <laughs> But um, here's a question that we can both answer. Okay. Uh, favorite cocktails.
1: Ooh, I feel like we get this question like in various. The only I only will answer this question if it's asked like like Grant asked us where he was like, what drink would you give your younger self if you had to give your younger self your favorite beverage?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just like it's got three twists and turns. <laughs> 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 it's like
1: it's like when you're like solving word problems, you have to like block out all the noise so you can like focus on the actual question.
0: <sighs> yeah,
1: I feel like every time I've answered this, it's been a different thing. It's definitely dependent on the weather. It's really hot right now, and all I want is an Negroni.
0: Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I might yeah. make myself. My actual I've never done this. Nice. So that was actually kind of what's funny is um my answer. So I. It's been very well documented that I've been on my um, um, Amaro uh kick lately. My my bitter Italian cocktail. I love Amaro. Oh, I uh, had a cocktail
1: with Amaro cool. in it a few days ago. It's it was so good.
0: Uh, well, if you're making a Negroni, you'll have Campari, which is Amaro also. Yep. But I don't um, like it as
1: much though.
0: Really, I mean it's it's on the more bitter side of things. Yeah. But uh, I actually was thinking of. Uh, my friend... Actually, during my photo show at the Pet Shop Wine Bar, yeah. my friend who was bartending was making me Spagliatos? I don't know Spagliati, what that is. I got very like that. drunk
1: that night, and I was avoiding someone. We all did. so I like I had to leave and go to McDonald's, and I don't remember most of it.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was a weird I night. I, got, I, I think uh, I had was-
1: like, one glass of wine and one IPA. I am your your beverage choices are well documented my lightweightness is well documented
0: <laughs> and going together it's it makes for interesting times that was a fun night it was, though it was a I remember going out
1: trauma um, trauma aside <laughs> for me trauma aside it was, aside, a, it was a great night. night
0: Jesus Christ um but yeah it's spagliato I think it's called and it's it's essentially negroni but instead of gin it's um like sparkling wine or Prosecco Uh, So it's kind of like a Negroni spritz. Oh, that
1: sounds so good. Maybe I'll make that.
0: Yeah. Super good. Um, Yeah, that, uh, I mean, again, like weather related, I love a good summer gin and tonic.
1: What's the difference between a summer gin and tonic and a regular one?
0: Well, no, no, I'm saying during summer. (laughs) I like a gin and tonic. Yeah. (laughs) It's a summer gin and tonic when it's seasonal, you know. Otherwise, it's just sparkling
1: Uh, tonic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I love, um, yeah, I mean, just, I don't know. Drink, drink more Amaro. <laughs> All right, I got one more question, but do you have, uh, you got one more?
1: Uh, Best jarred marinara. I don't use jarred sauce Ooh.
0: because I'm a, I'm a real. I feel like we've gotten that question too, weird enough. <laughs> it was the
1: same person, and she's just like, <laughs> they let, just, let me just fuck with them. Maybe
0: our opinions have changed. My opinion might have changed. Okay,
1: what's yours? Mine is that I just don't do uh, it because I don't want my great grandmother to like haunt me in my sleep and hit <laughs> me with a hit me with a wooden spoon.
0: See, I'm like fourth generation Italian, so we got no mm. shame. Uh, I've honestly been enjoying the classico Italian sausage uh, sauce. Oh, I was <laughs> a thinner sauce pieces of sausage in it. It's good
1: sausage. Sausage. The sausage and uh, the, yeah, the tra- gravy. Isn't, no, if it has meat in it, it's technically gravy. And she asked specifically about marinade. <laughs>
0: uh, I okay. I like the got you on the technicality. I am like the I'm Sorry that I'm
1: being such a bitch. This podcast. I don't know what's gotten into me. <laughs> you
0: you have it out for me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm the one having a terrible week. You're just you're just punching down at this point. <laughs>
1: That's what cult leaders do, baby. <laughs>
0: My um. So it's actually really funny. There used to be a town, like kind of ghetto, kind of grocery around the block. Um, it always smelled really bad. And they said they were going I th- to... I
1: thought you were censoring yourself and saying, come down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is this going? The classic come town grocery store. <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> But it, yeah, it's it's like a sketchy. It was like a sketchy, small like step up from a bodega, essentially. But they would have really cool stuff that you don't <laughs> find at like shoprite. That's what I love about those stores. Um, yeah, yeah. Like they, they had like all the weird like cup of noodle flavors, like chili chicken and like fajita flavor. <laughs> what the fuck? They had a, a they had a cup of noodle mac and cheese uh, that was like oh. ramen noodles with like cheese. Oh. It was good. It
1: was shelf but they had, like, stable spi- cheese.
0: It's a powder cheese It's the same shit you get in, like, Kraft But, um The They had, it's the only place I've seen it It was Ragu flavor, which is usually, like One of my least favorite canned sauces But it was spicy marinara And I've had the classical spicy marinara Yeah, and I feel like the ragu one, it was, like, a deep red color And it actually tasted Kind of fresh, and it actually was kind (laughs) of spicy and then they said they were gonna renovate the sea town and they just demolished it and they're building like apartments instead. I feel like you
1: said actually too many times there for me to trust it.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> You're like it had <laughs> You're on thin ice. It had actual tomatoes in it. Actually. Okay. What's your last question?
0: <laughs> oh boy. Uh, are you going to miss Fashion Week this year? Uh yeah, I mean, I don't think fashion weeks actually happening uh at all or in any case that would maybe benefit me. Uh yeah, I'm absolutely going to miss it. It's like a project the no invite series is a project that I like really really enjoyed doing. I complained about the act of being out in fashion week, but normally September is always a better time than fall like February because the weather's usually better. People kind of spend more time outside you know you're not kind of stuck with big bulky jackets and and shitty weather mm. uh so usually September is the the season I'm usually enjoy the most um it, it it just sucks like i it kind of bums me out that like no invite at the moment is hanging on volume 7 which is an odd number which kind of drives me insane mm-hmm. um but I also feel like I went out at least for the time being on a good note like If you go back and listen to our our podcast from February, you can hear all my stories of of Fashion Week. Uh, When the pendulum
1: was very, very, very much uh, in a different position.
0: When I was was riding high. (laughs) But, yeah, like, I mean, just, like, sneaking into that Netflix Net-A-Porter party, like, that was, like, peak, like, one of the best events of, like, that's happened to me during my, like, Fashion Week project. Um, But also, like, it sucks, like, this summer I missed a ton of shit. Like, the Met Gala got rescheduled and might be rescheduled again or canceled. But I got, I like got all those awesome photos from the Met Gala. I got all those incredible photos from like the CFDA awards and all that shit just didn't happen. So if it bums me out, like I, I have an amazing back like archive of photos from that series, but normally it's been nice that I can kind of keep shooting every few months. And it just adds to that. Uh, But yeah, it's, uh, it it fucking sucks. Um, Especially if I, kind of have to move out of the area like yeah. it's gonna be a lot harder for me to then resume that when the time comes back around eventually
1: well but when it does
0: are you gonna miss fashion week right when now? it
1: does come back around i know of a couch and bed that you can sleep on
0: are you moving back into that apartment no i'm saying if- or are you talking about the couch that's sitting on the street right now <laughs> outside of your apartment <laughs> is that what you're talking to It just becomes I'll shack up with the lady you gave the mattress to. She's got a TV, so <laughs>
1: she's at least a mattress and a TV. Yeah,
0: yeah. So she's living yeah. up. Yeah, I don't know, but it was also fun. Like when you first moved to the city, you came out to Fashion Week with me, and we had a we had a grand old time. We went to McDonald's. I made together a of myself. With my crew. I was like
1: dripping ice cream all over my breast because I didn't know how to. <laughs> you somehow, eat it. I did like
0: very messily. Ate I didn't ice know you weren't somehow. supposed to take
1: the lid off.
0: I don't know if that was the problem. <laughs> I think you had other things going on. Uh, but yeah, that, that's all I got for questions at the moment. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It fucking sucks. Everything, like I said, this is like, uh, COVID has like taken everything away.
1: It really has.
0: So that's a that's a yeah. bummer. Um,
1: Fuck you, COVID. Oh, I did get another question.
0: Nice. Uh, I feel like it's vaguely rhetorical, but um, it's actually my friend who was the bartender from oh. my party opening. Uh, Dylan. Uh, he says, "Will it ever end?" And the answer is, not for a while. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> that's what drives me we're insane. We're
1: going back to the office in January, and every single person I talk to is like, "We're not going back to the office in January."
0: I I don't see how it's possible. But also, I see like people I follow who live in other countries and things like that, and they're all like back to normal because they actually handled this shit reasonable. And and you know like the fact that wearing a mask became a political statement in this country just shows how fucked everything is. Yeah. And, you know, and that's why we're, everything's so shitty. <laughs> like, we, we don't have the ability to go back to normal because people just won't fucking chill for a moment. But also the same thing, and this is exactly what we talked about last week, is the government also won't do the bare minimum to make sure that people can stay home yeah. and be comfortable staying home. You know, if you if you don't freeze the bills, but you also don't allow people to work, what's the option when, like, work is able to open again? And if you don't work because you don't feel safe, you lose your unemployment. Like, there's no fucking winning. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, it's not going to end. And the only option is to join our yep. cult, <laughs> where we can at least live uh, outside of the, the realms of society. Also, also I'm and, sorry,
1: uh, our, our cult...
0: Yeah, I'm I'm signing on to an executive position.
1: We'll we'll talk.
0: Executive producer we'll of your call. <laughs>
1: executive producer Dick Wolf. Um we'll 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 take this conversation <laughs> offline.
0: Okay. <Yeah. laughs> no, I'm definitely I'm I'm going to I'm going to wedge myself in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be COVID bouncer. <laughs> the enforcer. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm trying to think is there anything else I wanted to get to this week? I had I something but I feel like
1: it might go a little long, so maybe we should save it for next.
0: Uh is it is it uh timely?
1: Uh, um no, I feel like it's evergreen. It's 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 the okay. guy whose dick fell off.
0: Ooh, that is evergreen. <laughs> can we do like a... We can, we can probably run through that a little bit. I'm, I'm very curious, actually, because how does one's dick just <laughs> fall I, okay. off? Okay. You've, you've, you've grabbed my ear.
1: <laughs> I piqued your interest. Um. Yeah. So I want to preface this by saying that this is something that trans men have to go through all the time. But because it's like a white, straight, cis dude, he gets like an article about it. Um so <laughs> this guy like I'm not even saying this like his dick literally fell off like
0: it wasn't like a pain olympics scenario Yeah so
1: okay what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through this article and sentiment by sentiment we're going to break it down
0: Okay, all right. So this might go yeah. long, but uh, we'll make it worth it. Man
1: who lost penis to blood infection has new one built on his arm, and then the picture is him just like with his arm out, and the dick is just like hanging, and it's censored. Um,
0: we've come so far from remember like reading like popular science back in the day, <laughs> and it was like the ear grown on the back of a mouse. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Now we got dicks on forearms. I think society is really advanced. Yeah. Science has really, we've come this far. Also,
1: like I, I mean, it's. It- Just the way that the article is written, you'll see, is what makes it so funny to me. Okay. A British man whose penis fell off due to a severe blood infection has had a new one built on his arm where he... Built. Where he got an extra (laughs) two inches, according to a report. Malcolm McDonald, (laughs) 45, a mechanic, uh, suffered fucking ads suffered a horrific infection in his perineum perineum? that turned his fingers toes and manhood black the son reported i had struggled for many years with an infection and i had no idea what could happen the separated dad from norfolk told
0: the outlet so is this this is different than like when shitty dudes are like well i'm black from the waist down yeah
1: it's a new it's meaning. The opposite Nuka Zeus situation.
0: What- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a reverse Nuka Zeus. The classic. <laughs> when I
1: saw my penis go black, I was beside myself. It was like a horror film. I was in complete panic. I knew deep down it was gone and I was going to lose it. All right. So this is where things get like this is where I lost it for the first time.
0: The UK also has universal health care, yeah. too. So what? Couldn't what's this save guy's this dick.
1: He said he was, quote, completely gutted when his penis, quote, just dropped off onto the floor. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Can you just, like, imagine? He's, like, he's sitting there and it just, like, thuds on the floor and he's, like.
0: He's, like, he's, like, sitting on the toilet and it just, like, like, splashes down. Oh, Bollocks,
1: I'm gutted. (laughs) Me willy.
0: Oh, bullocks. My bullocks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait, but here's the weirdest part. So the dick just fell on the floor, but the testicles remained intact.
0: <laughs> I mean, they are technically separate entities. Just imagine
1: just like some balls and dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Because I had been through the devastation of knowing I was going to lose it, I just picked it up and put it in the bin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if it was like a like a missing tooth and you're supposed to like put it in some milk? <laughs> what, no, it's actually you know so. Actually no, it's actually, it's actually really weird. Milk. <laughs> no, it's actually very strange. Uh, I heard about this, is you're supposed to, if you, like, cut your finger off, you're supposed to keep it in your mouth. And uh, it's 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 very odd. Like, if you, like, cut your finger off at the, it, when you're in the wood shop, you're supposed to, like, put the bloody finger in your mouth until you get to, like, the hospital. And it, like, keeps it alive. Okay. You, so, you should just put his dick in his mouth. And
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Avoided that trauma. I
1: went to the hospital, and they said they could, the best they could do for me was roll the remaining stump up like a little sausage roll it was heartbreaking
0: sausage roll another British uh, delicacy
1: (laughs) McDonald said he became a recluse and began drinking heavily which I feel like it's for British people that's basically just uh, for two years after losing my penis I felt a shadow of a man my life really fell apart because I had no self-confidence I drank too much I didn't see family or friends I didn't want to have to face up to it but then he found out from his doctor about the so-called, quote, penis master, Professor David Ralph of London University College Hospital.
0: Imagine getting that <laughs> title. Yeah. They call me the penis master.
1: <laughs> They're like, oh, uh, uh, Mr. Penis, uh, that's my father. <laughs> the Felix expert famously created a bionic Penis for Andrew Wardle Who was born without one According to the Sun Way to put this guy on blast uh,
0: Yeah, right. It gave
1: me a glimmer of hope That I could go back to being a normal bloke McDonald told the outlet Ralph said he could perform an arm graft procedure Which would take up to two years Fortunately he received funding for the procedure Because it would eventually allow him To urinate properly Not just perform sexually According to the report So he can pee and I guess he can come. Wow. Cool. (laughs) It was all my Christmases at once. I was so emotional because it was a chance at a new start. (laughs) As far as I was concerned, they were my miracle workers. And this was, uh, and I was up for anything that could give me my willy back. (laughs) Uh, Not having a penis felt awful. It's most men's worst fear Uh, for me. I was never worried about sex because I already had two children. Uh, sir, that is not why you have sex. Just saying. <laughs> I- it was always more about <laughs> self-confidence and simple things like using the loo. <laughs> and then, if it wasn't about sex, then tell me how this next little sentiment came to be. McDonald also decided to request an extra two inches on the $65,000 appendage. <laughs>
0: I mean, I can respect that. I mean, if you, if you're getting it done, you might as well just go for the yeah, gold. Yeah, but then you know? your
1: whole argument that you're doing it just so that you can like pee is—he's <laughs> like, I just really wanted to like hit the water when I sit down to take a shit. <laughs> um, uh, they were happy to listen to what I wanted. Uh, blah blah blah. Not many can say they have a designer penis. Surgeon formed a new manhood. Blah, now he's blah. just bragging. I know, right? Uh, <clears throat> okay. Here we go. It gets juicy again. Uh, they created a urethra and installed two tubes inflated with a hand pump, allowing them to achieve an erection. So imagine yeah. if you want to like get hard, you have to like. <laughs> just like a little. I mean, that
0: is actually like a surgical procedure for people with like, like, ED. Uh, like erectile dysfunction.
1: Does it, I, will, I hope it makes. Where they can't actually get. I hope it makes this sound like the a bike penis. pump. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know how, like, on bike wheel, like, bike tires have two different pump styles? It's like, <laughs> oh, I got the wrong. Hold on. Let me take off the. Uh, I have the needle in here for inflating the basketball. Let me unscrew that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Um. <clears throat>
0: Uh, this is one of those Italian uh, road bike <laughs> pump connectors. <laughs> I need to switch back. The
1: shaft was then removed from his forearm, leaving the base, allowing it to form naturally a skin and tissue. He now awaits for it to be finally transferred to its proper location. When I saw it on my arm for the first time, I was so, so proud. After everything I had been through, it didn't feel weird at all. It was just a part of me. Oh... This is where I didn't read this far. Uh, I was like any other man. I just couldn't leave it alone to begin with. <laughs> so he's just like jerking off, like his arm. <laughs> his arm. <laughs> I took to it so much. I nicknamed it Jimmy. That was what me and my mates called each other growing up. And this penis was definitely my new mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That they can make me a new penis at all is incredible, but they can that they can build one on my arm is mind blowing. It looks like something out of a weird sci-fi comic, but it's my chance at a normal life. Like imagine if having like a dick on your forearm is normal for
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> the mates love playing with it down at the pub.
1: <laughs> McDonald said that despite wearing long sleeve shirts to hold his bulge, people have sometimes spotted the misplaced member. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! So apparently, it was supposed to be reattached, but but the new penis has not been attached for four years after the procedure due to a series of missed appointments, scheduling problems, staff shortages at the hospital, and finally the coronavirus pandemic.
0: I I want to think he's just like, you know, actually I prefer it on my arm. (laughs) Like I'm good. This is actually what I've been missing out on all along. Apple
1: Watch for it. <laughs> uh <clears throat> I am determined this penis will ultimately be used for what it was built for. <laughs> oh,
0: and the penis master is just like, "Why won't you let me complete my masterpiece?" The sponsored
1: stories at the bottom. Shop this. Wednesdays are for call her daddy flag for $30 cuz I've been talking so much shit on call her daddy.
0: These are these are your <laughs> These are your targeted ads. And then a,
1: a Yahtzee, like a like a digital Yahtzee game. Those are my ads. Call her daddy and Yahtzee. That sums it
0: up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I uh, wanted we'll to get into the demon sperm thing, but uh, I think it would just be too depressing after that story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, we could just preface that by saying, uh, don't fucking believe anyone just because they're wearing a white coat.
1: I don't. I actually don't know what this is. You say you you accuse me of being too online, but I have no idea what this is.
0: <laughs> I guess we can go through just a very so there. There's a whole thing in in Washington D.C. Um, this group of doctors called uh, what was the White Coat Summit spoke on the steps of the Supreme Court, and it is a bunch of like real whack job uh, like pseudo doctors pushing hydrochloroquine. Yeah um it was put together by the uh the tea party uh which is the tea party patriots group always good to have the tea party back it's uh, actually it, it's was, like, was it's kind
1: of it's kind of comforting to know they're still there despite all this <laughs> that they're still yeah.
0: holding yeah, on I, apparently they're they're backed by a number of uh like rich right wingers oh, of so. course but uh yeah so they had this woman uh let me see if i could find her name yeah, the, the title is Trump's new favorite COVID doctor believes alien DNA, demon sperm, and hydrochloroquine. Uh, so she apparently, she's did all this thing and she's saying like that the, you know, she's claiming that the government's covering up a cure and she's treated hundreds of patients with hydrochloroquine. Uh, and she <clears throat> basically is like the government's lying to you and and all kinds of stuff. She I mean, also they claims, are,
1: but probably... They're yeah. Al- well, she, yeah she, but not I don't know. She claims
0: that gynec she's also a preacher. She's a, she's a, pe- a pediatrician and religious minister. We stand a, um,
1: a multi-hyphenate.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> um she believes that gynecological problems like cysts and e- endometriosis are in fact caused by people having sex in their dreams with demons and witches. She also believes that the government is run, part, not by humans, but by reptilians and other aliens, which is true. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she just gets on the thing. Apparently Donald Trump retweeted it. Uh, it, it, like, blew away views, like, further than Plandemic did. Uh, all the fucking idiots like Diamond and Silk and, like, Turning Point USA were, like, on board with this shit. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, Twitter and Facebook and things, like, took it down as misinformation because it's truly banana shit. And, uh, of course, they then claim that as censorship. And I love that, like, anything that's ca- taken down from these sites is, like, immediately becomes confirmed that, like, oh, the, the information was actually too real yeah. that they got to cover it up. Uh, but she apparently said uh, that Jesus Christ would destroy Facebook servers if she- her videos weren't restored. From uh, your lips
1: to God's ears, sister.
0: Uh, yeah, there's a there's a tweet from her. O Stella Emmanuel is her name. Hello, Facebook. Put back my profile page and videos up, or your computers will start crashing. Till you do, you are not bigger than God. I promise you. If my page is not back up, Facebook will be down in Jesus' You're name. You're on notice. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's just like it's pretty crazy. She's just talking about how like infertility and impotence is caused by having dream sex with spirit husbands and spirit wives and um uh that demon sperm is the cause for all your gynecological issues yeah it's I didn't, uh and, I didn't, and again it's just I didn't like
1: consent to sex with my demon so
0: I, I don't know apparently it's in your uh your subconscious Fuck. but yeah she's describing things like astral sex and astral projection to sleep with people and um, the illuminati plan a hatched <laughs> they hatched a a plan for witches to destroy the world using abortion gay marriage and children's toys
1: totally totally um, totally normal it's totally totally something a sane person would say
0: yep claim that dna from space aliens are currently being used in medicine uh <laughs> And like this is a person that the president is backing up. Uh, she, <laughs> she claims that Pokemon, uh, is an eastern demon. See, <laughs> and Harry Potter and Disney Channel shows such as Wizards of Waverly Place and That's So Raven were all part of a scheme to introduce children to spirits and witches. So when I
1: was a kid, I wasn't allowed to read Harry Potter, but it actually turned it, it saved me from becoming like an Elizabeth Warren adult. So. <laughs> I'm thankful that the church <laughs> so gave me true. that. Yeah. They're like, ooh. Oh my god, ooh, there's just so which, much here. Which house would Elizabeth Warren be in? Like, I don't know the one
0: She's preaching shit like homosexual terrorism uh and comparing it to then people wanting to marry animals and children. Like what? And the uh, It's just insane. And people again, like, I saw people all over facebook like pushing this shit and it's just like oh you really got to listen to what they have to say they're making a lot of sense and it's like they're literally only wearing a white coat that's all they're doing fuck uh it's it's just insane so people just fucking don't be fucking stupid <laughs> that's the answer yeah. you're exhausting me i hate it uh do you want to get into some other people's content we gotta we gotta wrap this yes. up yes
1: i thought you'd never ask so my other people's content is a uh it is a throwback to 2009 where uh this actually was like a big deal while i was working at urban outfitters it is a collaboration album that was built or like i guess released to benefit the red hot organization it is called dark was the night have you heard it do you ever hear it (laughs) <laughs> no so i was listening last night to my like spotify summer rewind and some of the songs came up there's this one it was uh who did it like i know that the aaron and bryce desner from the national were like super involved in it but uh it was will we ever
0: get through a podcast without mentioning no, the national never.
1: uh what was what was the song called so i think it was it was feist it was Leslie feist and grizzly bear what is more 2009 oh than that did a song very 2009 yeah, they did a song together that is still like amazing but of course like this this whole thing is just okay so dirty projectors feist ben gibbard bonnie bear grizzly bear the national yay sayer my brightest diamond uh the decemberists iron and wine grizzly bear suvi Stevens spoon beirut uh, my morning jacket uh the new pornographers yolo tango joan see and alex cat power andrew bird connor oberst blonde redhead and kevin drew
0: this literally just describes the ethos of I
1: know outfitters. and uh oh there was there was a bonus <laughs> track it was a a queen cover by beach house so yeah which queen song uh play the game
0: oh okay Go. Oh, so that's your, that's your recommendation. Yeah, it's so
1: good. I'm going to go back to listening to it as soon as we get done recording this.
0: <laughs> what's uh, What's it called again? Dark was the night. Dark was the night. Okay. Mine is a little less. Uh, start, start
1: with the song <laughs> service bell. It's so good.
0: Um, So mine the other day I um decided to just watch CKY one through four in a row. That's
1: how I knew you were going <laughs> through just, some shit cuz you sent this to me and I was like <gasps>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your PA senses were tingling. I was like uh, oh, yeah, is this I just how I just decided to watch
1: all the time about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all have different coping mechanisms, but yeah, I, I I rewatched all four CKY films and uh just had a, a flood of nostalgia come back. Uh, but then I mm-hmm. watched uh so a lot of people may or may not know but the Uh, Like, the formation of Jackass was actually two factions Like, part of it was CKY And the other half with, like, Johnny Knoxville and all that Was from a skateboard magazine called Big Brother Yeah And uh, it was, I remember getting it way, way back And it was stuff I should not have been reading When (laughs) I was, like, you know, uh, in the early teens uh, um, Because it was a skateboard magazine owned by Larry Flint Who owned Hustler. And uh, but it was like that whole crew of people became like the West Coast side of Jackass, and um, there's an amazing documentary on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's actually the reason I originally got Hulu, and uh, rewatched that recently as well. It's called Dumb, the story of Big Brother Magazine, and it's um it's pretty remarkable. But one of the biggest things I remember from Big Brother Magazine was. Johnny Knoxville was like apparent he explains the whole story in the documentary but he explains that he had a kid on the way and he was like really like stressing about how he was gonna help pay for like having a kid and and you know things like that he was looking for jobs and he decided to do a piece on testing self-defense equipment so in the video he sprays himself with pepper spray he has someone tase him he has someone uh, you know hit him with a stun gun and then for the final part, he bought a Kevlar vest and was going to get shot in the chest. And then they get, they like drive out to the desert and then no one wants any part of it. Like the guy didn't want to film it. Uh, His friend backed out and didn't want to shoot him. So Johnny Knoxville decides to have, decides to literally (laughs) hold like a 38 snub nose gun at arm's length and shoot himself in the chest (laughs) with a bulletproof vest on. And, and I remember like reading that back in the day, and it like blew my goddamn mind. But there's like footage of it and everything, and he's fine. It's actually remarkable. But he's like, yeah, you know, this is kind of a. <laughs> I didn't have any money at the time, and this is the cheapest Kevlar vest I could oh, find. My God. It's it's Speaking insane. Speaking of but which, yeah, literally, you should
1: check the thing I just texted you. It's a it's a okay. topical meme.
0: Oh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the classic Bernadette near. <laughs> Meme of Facebook. Oh,
1: yes. Oh, yes. yes, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah. So, uh, Dumb, the story of Big Brother. It's a Hulu, like, original documentary. It's remarkable. And it's just, like, a group of people who, like, shouldn't have had the opportunity to create a magazine who did. And it's, it's fantastic. Uh, super interesting. Uh, I guess we should get in the plugs. Yeah. What do you got the plug this week?
1: Follow me on Instagram. Oh, my voice is just like. <laughs>
0: You're going through puberty I right actually,
1: now I, like, I didn't throw up in my mouth But I like threw up in my throat a little bit <laughs> um, Yeah so follow me on Instagram And don't encourage me on Twitter uh, I say follow me on Instagram Because I have some con coming up um, And I would love to get Paid for more But um, And read my blog www.larkandlace.com. How about you, Daniel? Tossing Uh, it to you. I, uh,
0: yeah, follow me at Dan Bassini on Twitter and Instagram. I, uh, copies of my book are available. That sweet, sweet extra $600 has gone and may never return. So, anything you can do, uh, you know, purchasing. I hate like asking for money. Uh, I, I would rather give someone something. So, um, yeah. Uh, all my books are available on damascene.com. Uh, you can order that. I'll probably throw in like a print or something like that mm-hmm. stickers. I got all kinds of stuff. Maybe if you're lucky, you'll get a Have a Nice Life sticker. Um, other than that, you can follow us both at A Nice Life Pod on Twitter and Instagram uh erica's been talking spicy (laughs) (laughs) on there but we've been posting some stuff here and there it's always a good time and um yeah if you follow uh if you use apple Podcasts, feel free to please rate and review it helps us out um and i think other than that we are good to go so until next week everybody have a nice life bye